Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Beyond Budget Headlines. Today we'll bring to you the extended aside challenges to the budget, how to boost foreign investment and the opportunities in the budget to boost jobs and growth. Our policy expert and editorial director, Mr. Ashok Kumar Bhattacharya will be joining us. Hello, Wikibi. Welcome to the show. Hi. So, sir, every budget has something to offer for the oil sector. And now the oil prices have been growing up. There is a global demand, highly volatile prices, and increasingly uh, stringent environmental regulations. What do you think the budget is going to do for the oil sector? Uh, the oil prices have actually come to the rescue of the government in many years. Indeed, uh, the fiscal uh, consolidation program that we saw uh, in the first five years or even six years of the Modi government, uh, that was to a considerable extent possible because of uh, relatively low oil prices. And the government has been very savvy, intelligent in raising uh, excise duty on retail petroleum products. Uh, and uh, mopping up uh, revenues from the sector without any increase in the retail prices. Uh, so that has helped government mop up some revenues and bridge the fiscal deficit. Uh, and uh, in the current year, uh, the government uh, did something similar. Uh, the oil prices were going down. They went down from around $60, $65 per barrel to as low as uh, one point in time, it was around $30 per barrel. Uh, and now, of course, uh, they are inching up. So when they were low, the government uh, raised uh, the excise duty on uh, petroleum products. Uh, and the, the result of the, those measures uh, can be seen in the government's uh, revenue numbers currently. At a time when all other revenues are falling, in a sense, compared to last year, as well as compared to what they had targeted to collect the current year, they have been all in a decline mode. But in the case of excise, which is largely the oil sector revenues, the excise revenue from petroleum products like diesel and petrol, now those revenues are rising. The first eight months, if you see the numbers, excise from oil sector uh, has actually risen by 47%. Now, this pace will continue in my view, and you will end the year, instead of collecting around 2.6 trillion rupees, you might end up collecting 1.1 trillion rupees more if the current trend is maintained. So the oil sector has given the government and will give the government the kind of bonanza uh, that will help it rein in the deficit in the current year. But next year, that advantage may not be there because uh, oil prices, as you said, are going up. They're already crossing $50 a barrel. Uh, and if they cross, uh, go up any further, there will be pressure on the government to reduce the excise duties that were levied and raised uh, in the current year, in April, May of 2020, they were raised. Uh, so if those duties have to be rolled back, then the government's revenue position will be impacted. So the oil sector poses this big question before the government's 
revenue management efforts that if the oil prices continue to rise as they are right now, at what point will the government come under the political pressure of rolling back those excise duty increases that were affected in April, May 2020? And once they are rolled back, the government's revenues will suffer. So the important challenge, the, the most critical challenge for the government from the oil sector would be on the question of whether the oil sector continues to provide the kind of revenue buoyancy that was seen in 2020-21. That's number one. Then the second point where the oil sector becomes very critical for the budget uh, is uh, what kind of disinvestment revenues can be mobilized uh, from the oil sector companies. Uh, as you know that uh, BPCL, an oil refining and marketing company, uh, was put up for sale, uh, but unfortunately uh, that sale process has not been completed as yet. So one can expect uh, that uh, it may be completed uh, maybe in the last uh, couple of weeks uh, of March. But if it is not done, uh, you will see uh, that uh, probably in next financial year, you will see it. So that will give you a good disinvestment uh, revenue amount. In addition, uh, I will not be surprised if uh, one or two more oil companies are put up for sale uh, because that is what uh, the government's privatization policy or the public sector policy that was outlined uh, in the wake of the Atmanirvar Bharat Yojana that was announced in April, May, that's it, that public sector uh, entities uh, accept two or three companies in a certain sector, the rest of the companies will be privatized. So there are uh, almost half a dozen oil sector companies. So you might see that maybe one or two companies are kept in the public sector and the remaining ones sold off. So if that happens with oil prices rising, they are likely to fetch a good price and the government will benefit from sale of public sector oil companies in the next year. The third element would be uh, that the subsidies uh, on the oil sector. Government uh, incurs uh, a small amount of oil subsidy around 40-45,000 crore. Uh, that will be impacted to the extent that uh, if uh, oil prices go up, uh, the cooking gas uh, subsidies, uh, they have been radiant a lot, uh, but still the government incurs uh, cooking gas subsidies, they said about around 45,000 crore. Now that might go up a little bit, but that is not that much of a worry. The real worry would be if uh, oil prices go up and the government is forced to roll back its excise duties, which were increased in April, May. If that happens, then it will pose a fresh challenge for government's right. revenue efforts. Right. So there's another uh, news that big ticket foreign investors could find their proposals getting uh, in the fast lane. And uh, there is a proposal according to sources, Business Standard has reported that government may create a special window for such strategically important investors. Uh, how do you think this is going to play out in the budget, sir? Government needs uh, to have uh, more foreign investment because domestic in investment from the private sector is yet to pick up. 2020-21 uh, year 
has seen a, a significant increase in foreign direct investment uh, in many sectors. But uh, bulk of those FDI flows have come in what I would call secondary investments in a sense that they are not primary investment. They are not in greenfield projects. They are essentially come by way of acquisition of shares in existing companies or existing projects. Now, they are still FDI because uh, uh, they're foreign direct investment, purchase of equity in existing companies. But the kind of benefits uh, that a primary sector, primary FDI inflows create in terms of additional jobs, uh, in terms of uh, uh, demand creation, uh, uh, relatively speaking, uh, in a secondary uh, flow of foreign direct investment will not create that much benefits. So it will be good to see that, if that the new window that is being proposed to be created uh, in terms of FDI inflows, expediting more money from foreign sources, uh, if those investments, there is a greater incentive for bringing in FDI inflows in the primary route instead of the secondary route. Because in a primary route, the benefits are much more than if you bring in FDI through the secondary route. Absolutely. So there is another uh, proposal, uh, and this is obviously addressing one of the big challenges, that is the job creation. And um, budget could have a special focus on the construction development and also on the affordable housing segment uh, to increase uh, activity in these areas and boost the demand in the economy because they have these forward and backward linkages. Uh, how do you think uh, the budget will treat uh, construction sector, sir? I think uh, it is one sector uh, which uh, requires uh, uh, a big push uh, because uh, there are early signs of uh, a pickup in, uh, in, the, in the construction sector in the sense that the housing uh, activities have picked up. Uh, real estate market has picked up uh, after remaining uh, pretty almost dormant for several years, uh, both in the housing market, uh, the residential market, as well as in the office realty sector, there are signs of a pickup. Uh, and uh, this uh, positive sentiment uh, can uh, definitely get a further boost uh, if there are more benefits, fiscal benefits extended uh, to the construction sector. Uh, as you know, construction sector uh, has uh, creates a lot of jobs, uh, in particularly in the unorganized sector. Workers come from different segments, different parts of the country. And uh, if you see more houses being built, not just affordable houses, but even middle income category houses, uh, office property, real estate property, they get built, then it does create the jobs uh, at uh, the level uh, where you need uh, those jobs in unorganized sector, informal sector jobs will get created. So I think construction sector holds the key. Uh, and uh, what you may see as an incentive only for the construction of the housing sector or the commercial property sector, uh, you uh, underestimating the, the impact, the positive impact it will have on the MSME sector, which is a key focus area for the government, uh, because uh, 
Uh, as we know that there are about six to seven million MSME units in the country. Many of these units uh, are actually uh, feeding into the construction sector. Uh, they get benefits from the construction sector. So I would uh, be not surprised at all uh, if the budget this time has uh, a handsome package for the construction sector. Just one week left, sir. The great insights uh, that you've shared with us today. A lot of opportunities and also some challenges that you have uh, shared that oil sector can be a cause of concern, uh, this budget. Uh, we look forward uh, also to your insights in this special bonus episode that we'll have this week on how to read the budget, depending on who you are. Uh, uh, Mr. Chokumar Bhattacharya will be joining us again to share his insights and guide us through the budget that is just about a week away now. If you liked this episode, do share and subscribe to Business Standard. You can also log on to our website business-standard.com for more news, views and insights. Do follow us on all social media platforms and you can write to me at artichravadji on Twitter with any suggestions and feedback you may have on the show. Thank you for watching. Stay tuned.